Hello there. Please, come in. Here, let me take your coat and hang it up. Oh, also your hat. Can't forget that. Would you like to sit down? I've got the comfy chair out, so take a seat. This is the best chair in the entire library, trust me. You'll have a very difficult time getting out of it. Sorry, did that sound sinister? I really didn't mean it to. It's just a really nice chair. Please sit down. I want you to be comfortable. Excellent. There you go. Now, can I get you anything else? Maybe a lovely cup of coffee? An extra cushion? Perhaps you need something to put your feet upon? I'm happy to oblige. Honestly, anything I can do to make your stay here more enjoyable is fine by me. I suppose, since you come to the Library of Audio Fiction, I could regale you with dramas, books, stories, actual plays, and a few other things. Maybe this collection of standalone shorts about a medieval fantasy world. Or this show about a king who wants to murder a season. Or perhaps this one about an archer for hire. Why am I trying so hard to please you? Alright, fine, I'll tell you. In about two hours, it's the monthly meeting to discuss our marketing strategy. It was my turn to acquire the biscuits. I couldn't get to the canteen this week to buy some, so I asked Tim, the head of the Library of Audio Nonfiction, to get some for me. And he did. Unfortunately, and honestly, I think he did this deliberately, he bought pink wafers. Tim knows how much I like pink wafers. Come Thursday, there wasn't the smidgen of a crumb left. Not to worry, I thought. Plenty of time left to get some biscuits myself. Except, when I went down to the canteen, they'd gone. Tim had bought the entire lot. All of them. And of course, when I asked him whether he might just so happen to have a spare pack that could be purchased, he tried to charge me ten times what the canteen charged. Ten times. He's a monster. Which is how I got here, desperately asking anyone who comes in whether they happen to have any spare biscuits. I'll take anything. Even rich tea. Please? No, I didn't think so. I don't think anyone could walk around with a packet of biscuits and not eat them. Fine then, what do you want? Trailers? Yep, thought so. Plenty of those to go around. Shame I can't eat them. Let's see what we've got then. First, the Paracelsus Effect is a gothic-inspired urban fantasy audio drama about redemption, magic, queerness, and saving the world. This is a story of justice and mercy, brought to you from our reality for reasons I can't tell you yet. All you need to know is that You'll be okay. Okay? I'll try my best to save you. I just... I just don't know how to get to you yet. It seems like these audio files are reaching your reality though, so... I guess that's a start. I wish I could do more to help you. I'm sorry, I... I've been trying to find more ways to contact your reality, but I can't. There has to be some way. There has to be some way for me to warn you of what's coming. There's... You don't even understand. You don't understand what great evil lurks beneath. And... Yet... I don't know. I'm just a little nervous, and I don't know if I could do this on my own. I'm just lucky I have friends and Kyrell to check on me, but I worry that even that might not be enough. <sighs> the Paracelsus Effect is probably my only saving grace right now. 
but at the same time, if, if, if I don't succeed, my god, what if I don't succeed? No, Jack. No, don't think about that. No, 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 no. You'll do this. You can, you can find a way out of this. There will be a solution. You can do this. I'm sorry, I'm just... I'm just not feeling my best right now. This is Jacqueline Morin signing off once more. But when you get these audio files, I want you to listen carefully. I'm going to need your help. Then Canadian Plaything, which is a playwright-centered virtual theater featuring the work of artists from coast to coast to coast, working to connect our theatre family across the country. Welcome to A Way Out, a mini-series adventure into the unknown depths of the earth and mud. Written in collaboration by a team of emerging playwrights, each episode focuses on one of four unlikely teammates, as an unauthorized cave venture goes very wrong. manager is on the phone with the ambulance what? because I got cut with the glass pretty bad around my head <laughs> anyway uh, that was a few weeks ago so now it's a cool scar okay huh are you naturally this destructive or do you have to work at it well how else are you going to reconnect with John if you don't spend any time with him he'll learn when I met you... No, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Come on. When I met you, you were always getting injured. Just the same. Sprained ankles, broken bones. On our second date, you knocked yourself unconscious. Oh, don't pout. You still have the initial discovery credit. Come on, lighten up. Grab a drink. I should have never surrendered the research opportunity to you. Oh... I'm hurt, but too late to do anything about it now. No, it isn't. Then hmm? this week's RPG, the world's hottest new D&D podcast. Please don't fact check this. Listen as a ragtag bunch of dragon-blooded orphans tries to overcome the dungeon of the Mad Mage. Deep below Mount Waterdeep lies the uncreatively named Under Mountain, a sprawling dungeon full of magic monsters, and treasure. While those on the surface dream of the wealth and fame that could be won, deep, deep underground, Halister Blackcloak, master of Undermountain, has dreams of his own. Our story follows five orphans. Finn is a sorcerer of the draconic sort. On a quest for fun. Small and cute, fresh off of a tour with the wild comets. Treasure. Brokar, the blue dragonborn. She's not that scary. She kind of is, but she's not. And answers. Timbeshk Mirdal, the black dragonborn ranger, otherwise known as Timmy. That will lead them into... Zyrek, he is a dragonborn wizard. The dungeon of the mad mage. Will they find what they seek? Or are they headed for an early grave? Find out on Dungeon Delving Delinquents, coming to podcast services everywhere January 25th. So, uh, you guys want to do a podcast?
I mean, if we have to. <laughs> and finally, Madison on the air. What happens when old-time radio dramas clash with a modern-day 20-something? Madison is on the air. What happens when 20-something Madison is zapped into old-time radio shows? No technology. Ugh, I want to go to voicemail. No Starbucks. Don't call yourself a coffee shop if you only sell drip coffee. And no one is PC. I don't need no lip from... Were you about to say woman? Because I'm wearing a gun and I have no idea how to use it. Madison on the Air serves to highlight the way we were and the way we are today with original radio drama scripts adapted to include the modern-day Madison as she joins famous characters from radio's past, including Sergeant Joe Friday. Just the facts, ma'am. I've never actually said that. Marshal Matt Dillon. We're not having a shootout with a 10-year-old kid. I'm too woke to be a part of this. Superman. I didn't realize how cold it would be flying like this. I have to get into the higher atmosphere. And many more. Visit us on the web at madisonontheair.com or find us pretty much any place podcasts can be found. You talk so old-timey. I have no idea what you said, but it's adorbs. Right, that's your lot for this week. Please, if you happen to find any biscuits in the next two hours, tell our Twitter feed. It's at Audio Drama Debut. Anyway, cheerio.